0: Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more.
1: Hey, pilot, you're clear to enter the box. Smoke on.
0: Hey everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit, powered by Lyft. I'm Mark,
1: and I'm Jeff, and we're gonna give you the breakdown um, of the past Super Bowl week. Uh, but before we do,
0: yeah,
1: did you see did you see that movie uh, First Man? No, thanks. All right. My beautiful wife just brought me a uh, cup of coffee. Thank you. Oh, man. She's feeding me grapes right now, too. Um, It was the Neil Armstrong <laughs> movie called uh, First Man. Have you seen it?
0: I don't. I don't think I saw it.
1: All right. Was it good? It was it was a good movie. But if you have kids, especially like a little daughter, don't watch it. I was crying because he. It, okay. So his two-year-old ha- has a uh, a brain tumor, and she passes away. Um, and it's like right at the beginning oh my God. of the movie. Yeah, and like it's like really like the way they shot it and did the cinematography to it. Like they, you know, they brought it all together at the end of the movie because when he was on the moon, he, he brought he brought her bracelet and left it on the moon, which is like, dude, I'm like tearing up right now. I can't. So like is, <laughs> that was,
0: is that a true story?
1: Uh it's uh, well I, I don't know if, if it was ever admitted. Up. Yeah, but I think it's like a known thing that he did that. That's cool. Because um they were like asking Dang. the astronauts him and um you know Buzz Aldrin and everybody like what are you gonna bring? This and that, and um apparently that's what Neil Armstrong brought with him. But um you know, it was a really good movie, but like I wouldn't watch it again. I would, I, I, dude, I was tearing, like tears coming down my face. White girl crying,
0: white girl tears,
1: like, (laughs) 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 but, uh, but yeah, I'll have to add it to the list. Maybe I was just really emotional because it was right after whack. (laughs) Could have been.
0: (laughs) It's been an emotional roller coaster uh because of whack but I do know that feeling dude of watching a movie and it's like you can even tell that that like when you're watching something or when something hits you and you're like normally this wouldn't affect me like this. Like yeah. I've had movies like that where I'm like why am I crying?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like and that and I can't I refuse to watch um was it Marley and me? The dog movie where the dog dies. Oh it's rough. That's a yeah, rough one I've heard no pun about it, not to yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've heard enough about it not to not to put myself through that. You know?
0: Dude, uh did you watch Up? We should just talk about movies that make us
1: cry. Yeah, I I watched Up. I didn't really that, that movie. I didn't, that made you cry? Oh. He Dude, was old the, though. The, like the old. idea he's... of getting old. Even
0: Top Gun, Top Gun made me tear up in, in not really, but like I could feel the emotion of like a guy that's that's at the end of what he thought he was. Yeah. And you're just like, he's never, Oh never man. Fly fighters, you know? Yeah. So like yeah. any of those were like, like, yeah. Like in up when like, you know, the time you just watch like him have a happy life, get old. I mean, it's, it's happy, but you're just like, Oh yeah. God, this is like
1: his wife dies. Then he died. Oh man. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else made me cry. Um, Oh my God. So oh, M- dude, that Miki movie, and, uh,
0: uh I- where the kids do the magic thing. Um, The what? What's it called, dude? Where like the dad dies, but they're into magic and spells and stuff, and they like get that spell where they bring the dad back for thirty
1: minutes. Yep. And then they gotta let him go again. That's terrible. And then like anything, anything to do with like kids growing up, I cry. Like Father of the Bride used to be a great movie Mm -hmm. for me to watch. I love Steve Martin. Can't watch it now.
0: I know. I know. You know, it's amazing my how your DNA shifts. Screw that shit. No, dude. First day of school. Uh, this is a dad cool shit podcast now. Um, yeah, it was our the kids' first day of school <laughs> uh, was yesterday. And oh yeah, uh, got our oldest. I mean, she's nine, and it's like the night before. She's like comes out of her room crying, and she's like, "I hate all of my clothes. I don't want to wear any of these." We're like, okay, like what, what's going on? You know, like you could tell like she's getting emotional, like she's, yeah. you know, getting older. Hormones are flying, but also emotional about starting school back up after the yeah. summer and stuff.
1: Something like, driving it. okay,
0: okay. And yeah. And it's just like, you know, all those things are hitting at the same time. But like, man, you're just like, uh, okay, like what What, what do you want to do? And she's like, I want to go shop for some clothes and I want to wear all black. And we're like, uh, like, is this uh, where you tell us you're <laughs> what time is now this? Or, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is this? <laughs> um, but I think she sees, you know, the people around her, like, we're, like we're either always wearing like a, I don't know, like some, like a, like, I guess neutral colors. I mean, not, not necessarily just like what, like non colored, like grays, blacks, whites, you know, that kind of stuff. And mm. so she wanted like a black sweater, you know, and like, uh, she looked great, but it's like, you, I watched her today, like as we're dropping off at school and I'm like, that's a big kid. That's not a little kid anymore. I know. Oh man.
1: And then sometimes the, do you it's ever crazy. feel like a bad father when you don't notice your kid grow a little bit. Cause you like double tape them and you're like, wait a second, you're taller. <laughs> what it, happened? <laughs> dude,
0: I felt like that for a long time. Um, because I, you know, I, like I leave and come back. Like that's been my life as a as a professional pilot. But like when I flew private jets, sometimes I'd leave for like 10 days. You know, yeah. I didn't know when I was coming home. It's like I'd finally get home. I come home when they're and then when they're young, you know, they grow so quickly. That 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 like, oh, you grow up so fast, you you know, kids grow up so do. fast. It's so true. Because after 10 days, I'm like, you're saying words you didn't say before, you're walking when you didn't walk before like crazy stuff. Yeah. And I man, I used to feel so bad. I'm like, I'm missing, I'm seeing like the you know, I'm seeing gaps. there's huge gaps.
1: Yeah, from ten and, days and what I'm like getting like to experience. Tra- the training camp one time, gosh, Mason was like he's seven now, but he was uh three years old or so. And I went to that training camp for um, you know, you get there a day early, then it takes like a day to get home, and then plus seven days. So you're gone for, you know, um almost ten days. And and like I came back and I like you're like so excited to see the kids, and then like you see them and they're different, and you're like wait a second. Yeah. I feel like a bad daddy right now. Like I just missed something like really, really important. <laughs> you know? Doesn't it feel weird? It does. It does. But, um, yeah. but anyway, yeah, don't, don't watch first man. God, God, don't do it. Okay,
0: It's a jerker. Okay.
1: But you know how I ended up watching it is cause I was, um, what the heck? I was, uh, something popped up with like the X 15 and like, supersonic flight and i was like let me go on dr google um google.com and i'm like hey like uh hey google and i said um what's the fastest plane and then hey, the x15 X- came up came about and then there was a thing about neil armstrong flying them and how he bounced off the a- atmosphere and almost didn't come back um and then you know first man the movie pod, i'm like i remember seeing this i should watch this didn't even watch the trailer i bet you the trailer probably showed a preview of that jerker part um so I hopped right into it. It was on FX. Yeah, probably. So it was free. It didn't cost me anything. And um, Okay. Yeah. And gosh, 10 minutes in, started crying. And I'm like, wait. <sighs> like, maybe I just turn it off, right? But like, you don't think it's going to like follow through it. Like he has like visions of seeing her again, like halfway through the movie. And I'm like, here we go. Here we go. Oh, rough. <sighs> yeah. Dude, it was rough. Fucking rough yeah dude well anyway i'm yeah. sure everybody's waiting here Our yeah on whack because we're so um smart
0: <laughs> dude so we 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 are we last recorded um at the finishing well were we in between the second known or did they finish the second known
1: a lot that of that heavy we recorded
0: with uh, with uh, jim
1: pretty much done with they were pretty much done a lot of the heavy hitters flew for the second unknowns um yeah and uh, there wasn't going to be too much movement um at the top and then um Mm -hmm. flight four fourth unknown came around and they didn't finish the pack rob flew um ended up second overall at the end of the day with 12 people at the the fly and um dude some of those people were odin Orlowski, Mazurale, I think. Yeah, it was kind
0: of a it was kind of a packed um, it was a packed final day for the third unknown.
1: Yeah, it was like Like it was kind of a stacked. Seal Team Six came in and just fucking laid down some whoop ass.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was. um, I didn't expect to see. I mean, it's not uncommon to have the third unknown really shake things up and and obviously decide winner because that's that's the end of that's that's it but we're this was a little bit surprising how much of a shake-up the third unknown was in my at least for me i was a little bit surprised the movement you know, some mistakes were made yeah the movement i mean there's just a lot of movement you know uh, uh, rob you know uh made a mistake um uh, right he over rotated a snap i think from what he said uh, um under Ooh. rotated snap.
1: Yeah. Um which is well, a could, huge bummer. Who would you but, say is the biggest in the top ten? There's two people that I'm looking at, but in the top ten overall, who is the biggest surprise to be in the top ten?
0: Biggest surprise to be in the top ten. Let me
1: let me let me pull this up
0: again here. Um I'll go if you want. Okay, I just pulled it up. Okay. Surprises to be in the top 10. It's like you Make want to say, show say Aaron play.
1: Deleu. Yeah. Um, I would say Aaron Deleu. Um, he, yeah. uh, unsung, he's the unsung hero award. Um, amazing performance yeah. to finish seventh overall in the world, especially being from uh, Australia and not having like a big support system for aerobatics down there. Um,
0: Wait, and Oliver. he's there and he's at Worlds Olivier? by himself, basically.
1: I hate how the French don't pronounce ours. It's Olivier is this, is how you pronounce his name. Like what? Maserelle? Yeah, it's just it's another thing to hate on them for. Um, Olivier Maserelle. Um, Fourth place. Gosh, we saw some of his cannot that cannot be him in that air. If that's gotta be somebody else flying because there's no way you're scoring that kind of percentage. And, and you see the, the video that Jim Burke per, posted, uh, where he, yeah, where was I like, and honestly, and that's why I coach. brought it up.
0: I was like, it's a borrowed airplane. I really wonder if they literally got that flight wrong.
1: They had to have, there, there's just no way, oh. man. That's just, that is gross. That's gross negligence of a judge <laughs> to award those scores.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, Um, so yeah, but yeah, he finished fourth, um, the favorite one, Florent Odin. Congratulations. That's, I mean, I don't want to say it was like expected. Um, I hope that doesn't take away from, from him winning. Uh, the guy flew lights out and deserves everything. Um, yeah. Just incredible, incredible performance. And, um, yeah, gosh, it is just like, You know, we're so biased, you know, we want, we want America USA to win and, and we have our picks and everything, but got the top 10 is just so close and for it to be decided on, you know, whether it's an over-rotated figure or, um, you know, doing a tail side and torquing a little bit, like 15 degrees. You know, like this is not zero, even close to in figures, and you're dropping down a couple spots from the no, top. No, there's not even um, close to in figures. It's just like, yeah, like, but I, but I got to be honest. I mean, like I'm getting goosebumps before I say this, but you know, not. Gosh, it's gonna sound like, um, which we call it, like favoritism. But man, Rob, flying a borrowed airplane. And dealing with all the stuff that they had to deal with going over there and training up in a different country and taking Peace Trip off yeah. and putting Peace Trip on in between flights and dealing with this bullshit every like, day. And to finish fifth place in the uh, in the world. That's freaking incredible. That is I mean, you're you're competing against guys like Florent Odin, um U- Orlowski. These guys that's all they that's what they that's their job. Like your job is not an, you know, they do some air shows with equipped voltage, but like their job is to, to fly Rusty. They have a guy's video. They have people on yeah. the payroll that do videography, people on the payroll that do psychology, people on the payroll that do physical training. And, and you yeah. got a guy like Rob, who's like, Oh, I'm just going to go over there fly somebody else's airplane. And I'll, um I'll deal with piece strip and to come within an over rotation of a figure to win, Like that's to me, that's, that's one of the most impressive things I have to take away from this contest. I mean, uh, I no, don't know if i way off base here. It's huge. Like, that's, it was just no, really, incredible. you're not off
0: base. You're not off base. You know, I think I'm disappointed. I'm not saying that he, I'm disappointed that he didn't do better. Uh, that sounds, that sounds like I'm disappointed in him. I'm immensely impressed. I just emotionally wanted him to win for a multitude of reasons. Right. You know, we obviously, you know, highly, uh, respect and like Rob, you know, he's an incredible human being an incredible pilot. I mean, well, <laughs> you know, if on all seriousness, uh, Rob got beat by the French. To- in yeah. totality. Yeah. Yeah. Olivier is, you know, flying for Spain. Uh, he's French. Isn't it kind of funny that he's French. Um, you know it was like the french versus the world you know um and it just yeah. it just i guess in hindsight you know it's just um it was amazing to watch the scores uh propagate and and this kind of organic we watched like this like organic movement of people in scores throughout this week you know and it really was yeah, look uh at Gifford. you know a Gifford lot of ups and downs you know back. 19th
1: yeah. overall that's yeah, and he finished with, with like a seventy two percent at at Worlds, dude. That's that's huge. That's really incredible.
0: And that's after having some, some, some drama, you know, that we we Any can't drama, get into. Yeah. And he zeroed some figures. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's huge. Um, you know, Bourbon thirteenth overall. You're the thirteenth best yes. pilot in the world. I mean, that's that's pretty fucking cool. That's pretty cool. Man. I would brag I would um, break about that. I I, I mean. Look at this this list. I, you know, like in Rob's case specifically, because you look at everybody above. You know, he he finished fifth, and you know, I hope he. I really hope he's not sad. You know, and we didn't talk to him much today. Um, I hope he's not down on on that win. Look what's above you. I mean, you're you're amongst the absolute best on the planet, and you're talking about splitting hairs in these scores. Really, honestly, and truly, you're you're talking about splitting hairs. You know. Yeah.
1: Um, and, you know, I think it did the scoring I, too. and
0: the the scoring of itself is crazy, you know, dude, I, I, that's another thing that we need to get into. Is the scoring itself, the
1: percentages uh, unbelievable. We talk to a lot of people about fair play, and this is what I don't get, and I'm probably here I go being wrong again. But, like fair play allows judges to, it allows a judge who's way yeah. off to not have it hurt the competitor, right? So, in that case, yeah. by, in essence, you're, you're, um, you're saying that there are bad judges out there. Right. So instead of coming up it's, with an, al- it's,
0: it's literally a band aid. Yeah. It's, so it's a bandaid to fix, um, improper judging.
1: Correct. So like, instead of like figuring out some, getting some algorithm that nobody, unless you're, you're super duper smart. Um, and I'm being serious. Like you really need to, to fully understand the algorithm, I, I feel like you really need to be a genius, almost. Um, so instead of, so in, I'm like talking about algorithms. I can't even speak. Um, instead of doing an algorithm, <laughs> why not? Why not fix the problem and put those funds and and economical resources into judging, into the schooling, into the selection, into like you know uh, having them qualify better. Like you're you're allowing bad judges here no you're knowingly yeah. allowing bad judges is what i'm trying to get at and that's why like everybody's like oh well well jeff like i had some people say like oh well you know averaging the scores dropping the high and low is not good because it's allowing you know a bad judge can throw somebody's nationals again that's just you're so you're saying that there's bad judges out there let's focus on getting rid of them then let's see if they do that let's sit yeah. them down and go through it and call everything's videoed now and like you know, like, and I gotta be honest. Like, as much as people hated it, I thought, like, remember, like four years ago? I mean, it was it it was done. It was a really low class move the way it was done. But that that thing that came out, thing that video that came out from it was like aerobatics anonymous. And anybody that knows about it knows who did it. And um, I think there could have been a better way to go around it, obviously. Um, but like after that video got posted. And names were were thrown out there judges names that were thrown out there after that, yes. yes, judges didn't I mean I hate to say it, but like it was pretty obvious that some of the scores were a little fucked up, and like after that, I think judges yeah. were a little bit hesitant to uh, to give the benefit of that more than the benefit of the doubt to a competitor that they might know i mean I, I hate talking like this because like it's a it, aerobatic competition in the u s like you know, you got to figure it's out sensitive. It's super sensitive. And it's like, where do you stand? Like, you know, like somebody like a high level unlimited limited guy like Rob, like pretty much everybody knows where, where you can stand. And like, you know, for somebody like me, you know, I'm, I'm not there. And you know, right now we're like you, like we got, we got the kids and, and that's our priority. And, and that's what we've, we, we want to do now. And, and aerobatics is I wouldn't say taking a back seat, but like, you know, it's just, it, I don't have enough time to, to dedicate it to that. So like, um, yeah, it's
0: not a top priority.
1: Yeah. So like judging and everything like that, it doesn't bother me. If somebody wants to like do something to me, you know, a couple points down or whatever. Cause I said something that they don't like, like, okay, fine. I'm still going to work on Monday. Like this is, I'm, this is like, if that's what you need to do to feel good about yourself, then like, all right, man, like, um, but like yeah. I think that that video and I think with social media, Facebook, people posting videos like Jim Burke did or Siva did, um, you know, Nationals videos like the judges have, you know, every everybody's got a reputation and like, you know, nobody wants a bad reputation. And I think that the more and more of the stuff gets out there to the public, the videos and and all the stuff, the the less and less you'll see. And like. You know, if if we feel like there's bad judging out there, then like, let's not let's not put like you said, like, let's not put band-aids. Let's let's figure out a better judging system and a better judging school or a better judging. And and all the freaking mice in the back or whatever. The peanut gallery right now is like, well, we don't have enough judges. Like, all right, like I get that. Like, well, and that's like,
0: that's the the real reason. That's that's the that's the um, that's the thing is like, you know, how sad is it that in the U.S., you know, a separate email has to be sent out that like, Hey, we need volunteers for judges at nationals at nationals, dude. Yeah. You know, they're, they're like begging for volunteers at nationals. That's how unsupported some of the, these contests are, you know, where like the biggest contest in the United States doesn't have enough judges. And granted, I know you have to be a national judge. Like it's, it's, you can't just be a regional judge Uh, or off uh, an off the, uh, you can't have a wet ticket, uh, judges sign off and go judge nationals. I get that, but it's yeah. sad. You know, it's sad. It, it is a little sad that you can't find enough people out here to judge. So then, when you do find people to judge, you're you're kind of getting the good and the bad, and you know, and and to be bleeding, I'll put I'll I'll take the bleeding heart approach on this on this subject. It's like if there's bad judging, they need to be they need to be educated, right? If everybody's thrown out eight point fives. And this person's throwing in a 4.5 consistently bad judging. There's a problem. Like you can look at the history. You can look back and historically tell where a judge, you know, is, is kind of scoring incorrectly. And if there's, there's blatant errors, it's not even about being biased or not. It could be just simply shitty judging. And, and in which case, yeah. hey, maybe we can fix that. Well, that's like the eyes. Maybe we can. The, let's the let's educate.
1: Did those videos. And it was like, what did I miss or whatever? West Liu did it. and I thought it was brilliant. And it showed the figure and it showed what the judges got. And like, it walked through the figure of, of you know, whether it was like this was over rotated and finished late or whatever the heck it was. And it was like one judge would get it right and it would be like a 4 like a 4.0. And other judges were throwing out sevens, eight point fives, and it was like such a sh- it, you know, God bless the person, and like I'm not saying it you know it was just a bad figure on that day, I guess for them, but like it was a really shitty figure, and um, you yeah, know, like they're still getting eights, and it's like, all right, like it, it's so it's it sounds so Monday morning quarterback and like easy for us to talk about, but like you know, I, it depends how far you want it to. It depends how people feel about. It. Like I could give. I can give two shits. I really could because like I've always said like I know when I have a good flight and if I don't have a good flight, I just, you know, if I get good scores, like freaking I'll walk away whistling. But like, you know, like, yeah, I, I know when I don't have a good flight. As would everybody. Yeah. And there's certain judges like, like I know that like when I look at like judges sheets for wherever, like I look for certain names that I feel that people know what they're looking at. Like I feel like Hector and Lori Ramirez, are great judges. Um, You know, I don't want to say anybody I'm too close with because it will sound super biased, but like, I don't know Hector or Lori, I've said hello to them. And, and, you know, like, I hope they know me maybe, but like, you know, I feel like they've always been super unbiased type judges. Um, And, you know, when I see them on the judges line, like I'll, and I'll just look through what they give other competitors and it's always consistent. It's always consistent, you know. And I've heard through many people that they're, yeah, I haven't heard any have bad things about them. Phenomenal, phenomenal, lie, and I'll bet you like, you know, there's people out there and that are just like obsessed with aerobatics and super knowledgeable. That are that are great judges, you know, and and maybe they yeah need to just be pushed a little bit to to get into it more, you know, and like that was kind of like when I was uh, campaigning for for the what was it what was the physician? It was, a the director position, direct, yeah, director. And that's kind of like what I was hoping to do was to kind of recruit, not more non-flying people that, you know, necessarily, un, you know, unfortunately maybe couldn't, don't have the means to, to get into an airplane and, 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 you know, whether they can't afford it or don't have time, but to push them into the volunteer aspect of it and become like, you know, a phenomenal judge or like a phenomenal cd or starter like push them into these roles that are that that are gosh like what's the right word imperative to to a contest like you you cannot do these things without a good cd and and a good starter and you know a good chief judge like those people are gosh like they are the fact that like like i'm going to this contest tomorrow like I have to pay 175 bucks to to do this contest. And I get like a shirt probably, you know, and, and all I got to do is, sh- I mean, I'm still going to obviously volunteer where, where I can, but like, all I do is show up, man. And like everybody else is doing their stuff. So like those people are incredible in my book. Like I, we owe them so much, you know, for what they do. And like, it's a hard job.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: It's not glamorous. You know, but um, anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. I love volunteers um, and I feel like we can we can get a lot of non-flying people. And I, I just, man, I might be wrong, but I feel like a lot of people out there love the IAC. They're not members. They look at they're looking out on the outside in. They're seeing a lot of cool things. And I feel like they they think that you need to fly to be a part of this club. I just I get that feeling, don't you?
0: Yes. Well, and that's, um, you know, that might be a cultural thing that might be, um, I'm trying to think of, you know, how I want to phrase this. Um, but I mean, clearly the IAC markets to pilots, right? They don't market to non-pilots. Um, they don't even market to spouses. You know what I mean? Like make this a family event, have one person come out and fly and then the spouse judge and volunteer. You know they don't. That's not really something that's that's marketed. You know, or or that they go after. Like I don't feel like the demographic is is non-pilots. Which it'd be cool
1: too. To you honestly, honestly,
0: I think I think it would help. I actually think yeah. it would be a good thing in some cases to have non-pilots.
1: I mean, I'd honestly like, not to sound like I got like a freaking money tree in my backyard, but like so the contest my fee is 175 bucks plus hotel or whatever. But like I would pay and, you know, say another, if the fee was like another 25 bucks or 50 bucks, I would pay that if there was going to be like a quote unquote, you know, a uh, celebrity there, meaning like, um, freaking Matt Chapman's there for, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's gonna do a four minute free, but he's also gonna uh, be one of the, whatever the heck he's going to be there and like do some things. And like, we, they, the IAC chapter would pay Matt, you know, his room and board plus like a, a super nice gift, maybe, you know, not to say Matt's a super busy guy, but like you get the gist of it. Like, some one of those guys, yeah. Kurt, you know, everybody's really busy. I get it, but like bring somebody in like that and like, dude, I would be super pumped to like fly in front of like somebody like that and like just like, you know, hang out at the banquet and, um, cause they're regular guys, like all these guys we talk to, Chapman and, and Bourbon and, Don, they're just, they're normal dudes. Like they just, yeah, they're a lot of fun. And they're so cool. Yeah. They're just like, that's what, that's what makes us hate them more because like you're, they're phenomenal professional pilots. And then like they take off the, uh, the name, you know, the, not the name tag, but like, you know, the professional pilot outfit and they're, they're hanging and they're just as cool. It's like, fuck man. (laughs) Yeah. Just killing it on both ends. So like. I don't know. I Killing you know, it. A lot easier said than done. Like way easier to said than done. But, um, you know, see what we can do. Maybe somebody can run with it. I'm oh. excited for the colleges. Oh. Thank God for the colleges.
0: Yeah. There, and that, that's a great element of it, too. You know, that, that um, having these programs uh, at, the coll- at the collegiate level is really cool. Um, before, I want to get into Kathy Jaffe with you. Totally. For obvious reasons.
1: Um,
0: before we move on, <laughs> we, we've got I feel like we have to, we have to beat um, whack to death. Uh, ha, do you, f- so we saw some, I, I don't know that I would say, we definitely saw some variation in judging. Like you can see in the individual flights, there's judges that are all over the place on some flights. Absolutely. Uh, we heard reports of misjudging where um, a figure was flown wrong. Judges didn't even notice, scored the flight well. Or scored that figure well. Um, but, you know, with those uh, set to the side, were you surprised at the overall percentages of,
1: of the flights? Um, I was. I was really – I mean, I'd love to see the video of it. But – and I'm not saying he's not, you know – uh, gosh, I can't even think of the most, the word here with Florent uh, Odin. I'm not saying that he didn't fly the best or he's not super incredible, but the average almost an 8.7 on every figure on a fourth unknown, and un- unknown flight. Gosh, man. Like, insane. that's freaking incredible. That's true. Like, I just don't get how, like, it's insane. You know, there's so many elements to downgrade a figure. I just don't get how you can get an 8.7 on every freaking figure. You know, dude,
0: some are thrown out. And that, I mean,
1: that 8.7,
0: like that average is insane. But also the fact that you look through here and you're seeing 9.5, 9.5, 10,
1: 10. These
0: guys are scoring 10s on figures.
1: So this is what I don't get, right? So I clicked on Florent Odin's fourth flight. You'll get a kick out of this. So it's fourth flight. Um, obviously in the, yeah. in the free unknowns, you get four connector figures. We've spoken about this and you got to build your sequence over to the other countries yeah. that select everything. Right. All right. So yeah. I'm going to go into this really quick and I'm going to just, just randomly pick a figure. Okay. Figure four. It happens to be, I forget who picked it, but it's pull vertical, half outside snap hammer, three quarter roll down exit level, not a super tough figure, but like, you know, should be scored well. Every judge, I'm going to read the judge's scores uh-huh. from judge one to through judge seven, figure four here eight, five, nine, nine, eight, five, eight, eight, nine. Okay. Super high scores. That's a tough figure. Yep. Tough figure to get those scores. Yep. And two figures later, or figure six, it's a connector figure. So it's you, the previous figure dumps you out inverted, um, high up. And all you do is you pull down, you do a half loop with a half roll to end back inverted. Half so loop. you're inverted, half loop, half roll back to inverted, right? So like simple from inverted, you're not even yeah. rolling on the top of this thing. You're just doing a half loop. So you figure it out if you can score those kind of figures, this figure should be like a 12, right? Tell me how yeah. you can get it those
0: scores. How do you score this figure up?
1: Nine, nine, five, nine, nine, nine. So you're telling me that this guy can fly a vertical up, half outside flick, hammer, three quarter roll down, exit, and judges are scoring him the same as doing a half loop. Like that's what I don't get. Like why are these not all tens? Like if you like, I feel like judges don't want to throw out tens. Like when it can be a ten, or like why are you yeah. why are you why are you scrutinizing? Why how are you able to find one one point five or whatever points out of a half loop from the world aerobatic champion, and you can only find? the same amount of points on on the previous select figure which is a hammerhead half outside snap hammer three quarter roll down exit so you got to space that so you're telling me you're only able to find one point and i'm not picking on the the french at all this is like any any top 10 whatever a competitor i'm just we're, we're talking about judging here but like figure four like yeah. you gotta perf- you got to place that outside like perfectly in the center you have to pivot and not be less than you have to be less than a, a wingspan from top to bottom. You know, when, when you initiate the pivot, you got to place, you gotta be perfectly vertical up. You gotta be perfectly vertical down. Um, you got to place the three quarter roll right in the center of the line and you have to exit level on heading. Cause it exited on the Y. You can't be any degrees off. So you can, you're telling me that DJ judges only found one point wrong with that yet. They can find one point off of a half loop down. That's it. Just half loop down. Like, come on. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Well, when
0: you look it's at the connector or- for figure 13, one judge did throw a 10 out. Yeah. It's like, one did. Everybody but, else did like, nine, 9.5.
1: How could like, they just don't want to throw it. Like, they... Yeah. I just don't get it. Like, throw a 10. If it's if it's a fucking great figure, and a and you didn't see anything wrong with it, throw a 10. But you're, you're able to find that kind of shit, but, like, you can't on a whatever K, super low K, but on a 50K yeah, figure... Yeah, how are you scrutinizing...
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're scrutinizing just about the same on a six K figure as on a 40k figure.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like it doesn't make sense to me. And I don't know if it's if it's they feel like they have to because they're flying that much better than the the person before. Maybe they scored the person before, you know, an eight, and this guy flew it a little bit better, so they wanted to score him an eight. I don't know. I don't know how that works it's so you know it's subjective we all notice um yeah you gotta give him the benefit I get it like nobody's perfect but like I just don't get how how somebody can fly a gosh I mean he flew figure one which was the American figure so from inverted one and three-quarter roll one and a quarter roll back to upright push around to vertical up Three-quarter outside snap, exit level. One judge gave him a nine. How do you freaking get a nine yeah. on that? <laughs> How? How is that possible? I would never. How is it I possible? I would never. Two judges. For sure. Sorry. Two judges gave him a nine. I'll read the scores left to right. Eight-five. Eight-five. Nine. Ooh, somebody scored him low and gave him an eight. Eight-five. Eight. Five, Eight-five. Eight, nine. Like... Come on! Come yeah, you bring up an interesting
0: point. I never really thought of it like that. That yeah, is
1: figure eleven. Really interesting. Uh, figure eleven, they gave him nines. I was a connector. Figure five or six, whatever the connector. We just spoke about the half loop. They gave him no scores. Um, the other connector figures were twelve. No, were thirteen. Figure you you spoke about thirteen, right yeah and um six, eight, eleven oh six figure six figure eight yeah, it's just like, gosh, I don't get it, man. I just don't get it.
0: It's interesting, it is right? it is interesting. Yeah, I mean, you bring up a good point. I also think it's crazy just how, how in general the overall percentages are higher. Like, um, Louis Vanell, 2019 champion, uh, he won with an 80.80% in the overall. Today, three years later, that would have got him fifth place,
1: sixth place. Sorry. I don't sixth know. Place. I feel like everybody needs to have a better mindset going into these things and, and, I don't. Even, I shouldn't say it like that, but like, man, if you love aerobatics, just go fly competition and and take the score sheets and and don't even look at them. And and people that are there at them. will tell you when you flew good and when you didn't. Trust me. Um, I don't want to say it like that because there are some really really good judges that actually know what they're looking at, and it sucks because you have judges out there like, and I've said this on the podcast prior. Like, yeah, I get you get a thick skin, but. You know, there are judges out there that know what they're looking at and you can, you can learn, fix and take away a lot from a contest flight from their judging sheets. Like I won't mention names, but there's a couple judges that like, you know, they, they scrutinize everything and, and hopefully to the, the person recording, because you have a judge, you have a assistant who reads the figures because the judge just to your eye, their eyes on, uh, on you when you're flying. And then you have a recorder and and hopefully it's a good yeah. recorder because like you know, um you need the notes as to why like a figure was a five that you thought was like say a seven or an eight. And um and those yeah. judges I've never met one that just did it to be a dick. Like there are judges out there that that score really hard, but you can learn a lot. Like you and and if every and if a couple of the judges that you know are really, you know, crucial, um Score the same flight, you, you know you kind of maybe doing something a little wrong, or you can fix something, or maybe like if you're with a coach, like, hey, let's take a look at this. Like, is this what's going? You know, let's let's see. I'm getting this a lot, and um because like, yeah, it's freaking nice getting a nine, but if a judge is just giving you a nine when you, when you're flying a fucked up figure, you're gonna keep flying it fucked up for the rest of your career because you got a nine, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so like. As much as that guy's trying yeah. to be nice to you, like he's, he's really doing you a disservice. If you look at it that way.
0: It's it's absolutely true. That's a good point.
1: Mm. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm just prepping myself for it's all pretty that. Wild. I'm just prepping myself for all bad scores this weekend. <laughs> That's what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> oh, let's get into it, dude. Let's, let's. So we've hinted on the, or uh, we've probably talked about it, that you're. You're going to hit Kathy Jaffe this weekend.
1: Yeah, I actually. So a couple things came up this week and um, I decided to go this afternoon. But like earlier in the week, my uh, business partner, um, she had a baby. Cutie cutie pie. Um, Super cute baby. So
0: congrats.
1: Things at work are a little wild right now. Um, And. We had a uh, we had a hood fan go out. So our kitchen was down last week and then it was just a a slew of problems that we've had, uh, like comes in threes. Um, yeah. And, um, and I hadn't, I swear to God, like I have not been, been flying. Like I flew some, I flew the, uh, I haven't, I haven't been flying to knowns. I flew my free for the first time today. Um, so uh, just to fast forward really quick. the, The reason why I decided to go is I'm like, I, I went to the airport today and I'm like, all right, if I can fly to known and just make it through, and if I can fly my free and make it through, I'll go. Like, but if it's like it's if, if it's disastrous, then I'm not gonna go. And it was because like, you know, like it might be sloppy flying, might not be great, but I can make it through. And I really like contests. I like seeing, you know, the people I haven't seen in a while ever since COVID too. And um, this is the last one of the year, pretty much. And I wanna go and like I miss contests. I haven't been to a contest since uh pre COVID which is crazy how fast time goes. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I really want to go. That's insane. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so, but I, you know, and then earlier in the week, they sent me some of the unknowns to to fly. Um, and I think that's what kind of gave me a little bit of motivation to go because I was able to make it through those unknowns. So I'm like, all right. And they were pretty challenging, um, from the seat, from the worlds, And, um, I'm like, all right, like I kind of got this. I mean, there's still like, gosh, um, there's, there's a ton of figures that I wouldn't say a ton of figures, but there's a few figures that, um, I don't know how to fly. Well, I'll just say it like that. Um, and I just need practice and maybe like this year, I mean, I talked to you a lot. So like, you know, like, what would you say? Like maybe total tack time of unlimited flying and in, in I haven't flown in front of any, any coaches or judges, by the way, <laughs> but like, I would say, it can't, it can't be more than five hours of unlimited flying, twenty-minute flights, right? Like, yeah, I don't think it's, it hasn't been a lot. So, like, I'm going there and hoping for the, not hoping for the best, but kind of going in with, with what I got and and have some fun, you know. Like, why miss, why miss a That's contest awesome. just because That's like, awesome. I, I care what, what, else, and like people don't care, you know? It's like, oh, I got to go there and I got to be like assassin ready. It's like. Uh, you might not see me for the next five years, <laughs> you
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, well, I think, you know, I, I think dude, you're going to, I mean, you're going to have fun and it's, it's <laughs> like, um, it's, it's starting unlimited, dude. Like you're, you will,
1: it's like making it official. It's official. It will be official. And you know what? I wanted to cheer up the U S how many and- unlimited competitors are going to be there. Dude, so like, um, Cilla not going to be there because he's in Poland. And, um, yeah, it's going to be me. I talked to one of my friends, John, today, um, because I, I called him up. I'm like, hey, are you, uh, side note, I was saying, like, hey, are you there? And he was, uh, he was going there. So it was cool to catch up with him on the phone really quick. But he was telling me that, um, uh, him, i mean not him, uh, Adam and Krista are there at the edge and John Felonzer, who flies a G200 um is there um as well so it'd be four which is a lot for the northeast for unlimited
0: that's good yeah yeah
1: and it was funny so i was talking to Go- i i've become um friends with goody so we talk uh, uh i wouldn't say like every day but we talk a lot and um you yeah, know shooting shit or whatever and um he's probably listening to this little so crack up awesome so <laughs> So I was hoping like my first unlimited contest, there'd be like one other person there or like nobody there, right? So I just have like the box is just mine, like no pressure. <laughs> so I was talking to him and like, yeah, and he's like, How many people are going? And I'm like, four. And I'm like trying to like stray away from it, from it not sounding too exciting. Because of like I, I start pumping it up, he'll get pumped up and I'll be like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking I'll come up there, man. Yeah, we'll have fun. I'll come up, I'll fly, we'll have fun. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like please my, don't my worst nightmare I love you so please I was, don't I was like ah, yeah I haven't really flown I don't know if I'm gonna go and then I like I told him I was gonna go like late in the day You guys have like Goody shows up in my first unlimited contest like oh god I'm just gonna just gonna push this thing right back yeah. in the hangar yeah I'll do the low lines guys <laughs> <laughs> But, um, (laughs) but yeah, can you imagine that? And then celebrities like comes back from Poland and like, you know, Rob's like, fuck it. I'm going to, you know, fuck worlds. We're just going to, I'm going to, you know, beat the heck out of regionals. I'm just going to have fun at regionals. Like, great. Thanks so much guys. Yay. (laughs) Yay. Glad you, you finally want to do that (laughs) when I finally start. (laughs) Awesome. Um, yeah, watch Google and like show up, too. Be like, hey, I didn't want to tell anybody, but uh, Flying Unlimited, a cat's Jaffe. Great, Mike. Thanks so much. Ah. I'm going to go watch First Man. <laughs> Cry myself to sleep. <laughs> I'm going to go watch First Man again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I flew to So when do you leave? Uh, bright and early tomorrow. I got to get there. I, um, I don't have ADS-B. So I had to do that thing. Which we could talk about actually. It's really simple. It's you go on the FAA website. They have like a separate web page where you have to. It's not even close to filing, but like basically you put in your information, you know, time and and waypoints and altitude and this and that. Why you're why you need to fly through, you know, the uh, ADSB required areas. In my case, it's uh, over to Bravo in the Mode C zone. Basically, you know, New York is predominantly ADSB territory. Um, absolutely yeah so um yeah you put all that stuff in submit it online and they kick kick you back if uh if they can do it or not and you get an email and you got a two-hour window um so okay i got i put in for 8 30 in the morning it's a 35 minute flight to go so for my airport which is like a little bit east of the midpoint of long island um i go my airport and then there's a I forget the name of it. You couldn't put an airport in as a waypoint, so I had to find a waypoint. Um, I wonder if you know it, because you actually oh, went into Zadud. Z-A-D-U-D. Um, that's my waypoint. Zadud. And then down. So that flight... What's it near? What airport's it near? Uh, JFK. Yeah, okay. I'm uh, sure I've
0: used it for something.
1: Yeah. And then hit Zadud, and then go, uh, I guess, south, southwest, whatever. Uh, right to MJX. The whole flight is... Let's see here. I got it on four flight. Uh, 93, 93 nautical miles 36 minutes, 11 gallons of gas, as opposed to basically 180 miles. And, it, you know, basically double if I would have had to go north and all the way around the, uh, mode C veil. So I'd rather just yeah. file the thing. And it was super easy. So, um, anybody who has, uh, would will you, will you know that you get approved tonight? You know, right away and you get an email. Oh, yeah it was super so easy. easy i sent it to you that's easy are you just playing like for the did audience <laughs> no yeah, when it. did you send it to me i sent it on the group chat and that's when um our How did i our spicy rigatoni expert um was being a wise ass
0: oh i see it up there sorry dude yeah
1: that's all right. right <laughs> i'm seeing it right now oh that's cool that's that's not bad that's cool yeah easy and plus I'm going 8,500 feet. So I'll be above yeah. the Bravo. So I don't have to worry about getting a clearance because forget the busy times are for JFK, but there's certain times where they just like, they don't want to deal with you. And I don't want to go 500 feet for some reason yeah. tomorrow. I, just, I can go high. I'll go high. Be better. Go high. Yeah. You know? Um Yeah. So yeah, so I got that. So I should be there by nine, get teched in. I got a, my friend put it me in for a practice slot around 1130. I haven't flown in a box in freaking sweet two years, three, whatever. And I never flown these. Sequ- I mean, I have like some like ground references where I think the corners are, but it's different seeing markers as opposed to like what you use at home. Um, so yeah, I think I, um, I think I know how to fly to seek sequ- somewhat how to position the figures um, for the sequences, but um, we'll see. And uh, I'm just going to really, I just, what's the right term here? Obviously I want to be super safe and obviously have fun, but take it seriously. Um, And I want to fly some solid figures. And I hope to, I really want to learn, um, learn how to get the, how to sequences position themselves in the box. And I'm curious because I never flown the outside snaps in front of uh, um, IAC judges. I've flown them in front of some people that have been in aerobatics for a while, you know, just like, yeah, from a distance. Gosh, from a distance, and they're like, and they, I'm like, does it look like an outside snap? And does it sound like a snap? Like, do you hear it? And they're like, yeah, I see it, I hear it. I'm like, all right, I'm like, I hope. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, so I'm hoping that that I, I haven't been practicing uh, snaps outside uh, flicks wrong, and I have the camera looking back to you know, it's, it's definitely. I, I mean, you've seen it. It's definitely a snap, right? I'm not uh, driving myself nuts.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent.
1: Hundred percent. But um,
0: would you say that's the hardest
1: figure you've been working on, or not hardest? Challenge, most challenging. I think it's the hardest. Um, I there so you can do them. Yeah. Like I'm able to do them somewhat. Uh, but man, like there's some uh, there's some voodoo. There's some sorcery. There's there's little bullshit things that like, gosh, like somebody's great great grandmother of of uh, told people what to do where you like the thing just whips around and and you get a super duper crisp stop or you come out, you you know, with little siloed and it's all about cheating, whether you got to put the plane on the vertical, you know, a little bit positive or a little bit negative uh, before you initiate it, you know, whether you hit the rudder like a a nanosecond before you accelerate it or vice versa, you know, there's all these little things. I mean, the French used to use the freaking, the, the, uh, the motor to stop the, the snap. They used to pump the throttle, like, because they were going, you know, they didn't that's care. That's so crazy to me. The military was freaking just buying them yeah. like comings. They didn't give a shit. So, like, they freaking just slam it. That's
0: so crazy, dude. Slam
1: it back, slam it up. And, like, the thing would be like, clink. clink. Just like a freaking Lego set. Like, clink, clink.
0: <laughs> Stop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah.
0: I guess that's, the, I mean, that is probably the most crisp way to stop a snap.
1: Yeah, you're getting rid of a lot of the... uh a lot of the gyroscopic and a lot of the uh, oh gosh, god, that's so bad Door, for the motor. Oh my god, can you imagine the freaking crank just going from? Oh my god, I'm and I'm and still just multiple times, and I'm still flying at at twenty. I'm happy flying it. I can make it through and not and be good on altitude, way good on altitude with the SC at twenty five hundred RPM. It's just the, the SC that's so, that's really impressive. Is so dude i get the mxs as a fucking performance envelope like you can't even imagine but man the sc is such a great platform you know and they all pretty much fly the same you, whether you got to put a little bit you know p-strip or regular you know a little bit of rig, like they all fly the same and you can jump from one to the other to the other you know unless it's freaking something that was written hard and put away wet but like Oh man, it's. Yeah, just...
0: or Jim Burks where it's like modified.
1: Yeah, and I got mine like tweaked up pretty good now. I I'll, maybe I'll shoot a video of what I did for the, um, um, which were not P strip, but in, in, uh, I did like a, a elementary Russian SC aileron where I'm not using like, how would you describe the blocks that they put on their ailerons? They were like chalks. It was almost like a Tony Hawk skateboard ramp. Half yeah, yeah, like no, they're like half pipes. they look
0: like they're like curved half pipes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, th- absolutely, that's a great way to describe it.
1: Yeah, so um, they're smaller, much smaller. Um, people might think it's piece stripping, but um, and I'm not fully there yet, but I'm like ninety percent, ninety five percent, really happy with my ailerons, and um, and I moved my seat, nice. Uh Goody Good gave me some freaking great advice because uh, I was struggling with the outside snaps, as we were talking about. Um, so he is like, he told me to, to, to stop being such a wimp. And I went home and cried, watched, uh, stop being a, stop being a little puss, watched the Neil Armstrong movie again, cried a little more and, uh, moved my seat up as he told me. (laughs) 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 And, uh, that helped a lot. And, uh, yeah. Were you just sitting too far back to
0: not get full deflection, or, or not have enough authority on the rudder pedals?
1: Um, I could get full deflection, and my my knee wasn't was still bent, um, but it wasn't like a little uh, a couple inches more, and I would have had a straight leg. So I just didn't have enough oh, okay. um, enough of the, my leg power uh, pushing it, I guess. Um, so yeah, okay. just, I, you're right. Yeah, like, so, it's, it just gives it a little bit more power uh, that way um yeah. so yeah so um it helped a lot it didn't it it made it better so i'm not there like i'm not snapping like goody i'm not snapping like freaking bourbon like gosh when you try to you should go out and try it now it's just pull vertical and like and like just try it like who cares where it's but you, you see like it's freaking hard to get it good
0: oh dude my upright snaps are they leave a lot to be desired I snaps are one of those things I I I I gotta say, as a as you know, uh, an aerobatic pilot, where I am in my abilities, I watch various maneuvers, even unlimited figures, and I'm like, and I'm not saying I would score well. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying getting through the figure. There's uh, certainly unlimited figures that I could I could pull off in the mid wing right now. I'm not, and I'm not saying they would look good. I'm not saying they would score well. I'm just saying from an ability standpoint, snaps. Are one of those things to me that it's a fascinating figure in and of itself because you have people that do it so differently. You know, it, there's so much variation in how somebody snaps in, in a contest. Yeah, and then getting to do one well consistently and having it look good and and stop where you want it to stop is the hardest fucking maneuver to do. Yeah, and then to make it an outside snap, <laughs> fucking forget about it.
1: Gosh. I remember when I first started doing them.
0: That's inside inside snaps are hard, dude. Inside snaps are hard. I, just, I mean, not not for somebody like you, but like
1: th- that's a hard maneuver. They still are. I mean, they're tricky because, like, you oh gosh, man! Like once you start really like Sammy would be great to talk about snaps because he's a, a a snap roll lover too. I love snaps and I love yeah. I love real snaps. Like when people cheat with snaps, I get you might win, and I get I get it, but like um and we talked to sammy about this on a on a private chat about it and there is just um there's sweet spots and 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 when you know how to snap it's it's like a non-issue whether it's a hundred not 90 knots whatever like or 140 you know where you're really cooking um the technique is it's totally different the inputs are are less or more or gosh, like there's just so many different things. And, and if you do them for a while, it's nice because it just becomes second nature, whether it's like a, you know, descending snap and a, ascending snap, uh, you know, a snap on top of a loop or snap, you know, to an, there's, there's a lot different, you know, the plane is loaded positive and then you got to go to another positive snap. Like, so like the pitch change has to be like super aggressive to to show pitch. So like, there's like dozens and dozens of variations of techniques um it's not just yanking and 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 burying the stick to the front left or front right corner depending on the the uh the rotation but yeah yeah like it's it's i love seeing somebody like sammy fly because like and and kurt you know who's got a weird snap roll who we never really talk about is kirby you ever see a snap roll in his air show
0: no it's it's It doesn't look like a snap roll.
1: It's weird. It like kicks one way and then it doesn't look like a true
0: snap. It it's it yeah. I he's he's weird. You know. um, Somebody had made mention about looking at castor's snaps. Oh, there's no video of him. He snaps. I don't see any oddly. You have it's like not not of um, not of uh worlds, but you can find videos of him um snapping in in the free it's interesting it's interesting to watch um d- different snap rolls it is really it is that's one of those maneuvers where like i feel like there's probably a lot of maneuvers that don't have any
1: variance. right yeah um did you watch that video i think snaps are i really re- that where? when we were talking about last podcast where I told you to watch. I send you the uh, a Acal video of him yes. doing a roller in like two seconds,
0: <laughs> dude. That 180 roller, that that I'm not even kidding. It looks if if you saw that that's by a 10. itself, that's
1: a ten. You would say that video was sped up ten. It was crazy. That figure is a ten.
0: No, it was, that kidding. was crazy. Yeah, dude. Like, how do you how do you even judge that? Like, real talk. You're looking and you're like, you know, it's coming, right? Because you have the sheet. As a judge, you have the figure, you know it's coming, yeah, whatever, wherever it lined up on his free. And then he does it, and you're just like, What? That's either a 10 or a zero, right? I mean, you're just like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck I just looked at. Dude, it.
1: that guy it was so fast, came in, I don't know how box, to rocks. I don't know. And he was just like, Gosh, it's like his wing rocks were like, just like a whip against the judges. It's like, Whoosh, whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ.
0: it's such a stark contrast to watching somebody like bourbon fly the free, Yeah, you know, same airplane, like drastically different speeds and approaches to, um, to those figures. I know you have to go. Uh, so we'll wrap up here. Um, I have, I have a question for you. Oh gosh. How do the French learn snaps? Do they learn real snaps or do they learn, I mean, they they seem to learn things. They have a the French approach. I, I swear to God, there should be a book on it. You know, there really should be a book on on the modern French approach to um, uh, world level aerobatics. Clearly, they're the best. You know, they won. Um, they won the team. the 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 podium is French. I mean, they just they they freaking swept it. You know. So, do they learn snaps like real snaps, or do they learn strictly snaps from the beginning? to please the judge's eye, whether that is a manipulated or fake or not
1: complete snap or not. Um, I'm again, I could be wrong and there's some experts out there that can correct us, but from what I saw with my own eyes, um, they're just very classic style snaps. Um, they learn them in cap tens, you know, or whatever the other two side by side airplane is. So it's uh, underpowered and, um, yeah you know, and the very slow the and snap and caps from what I understand the Cap 10s and, and the Cap aircraft, um, or Moudry, um, were phenomenal feel airplanes and phenomenal control harmony airplanes and really taught great pilots. So they just, you know, they learned them from a very, uh, young, not young age, but like young in career, um, from fresh. I mean, you yeah. can learn the French way you can go on. I forget the name of it. um, but it's Patrick Paris did some videos in an extra 200 showing certain figures outside half flicks and stuff. And you could see the control inputs and exterior video. Like it's no secret. I mean, Oh, cool. Yeah. Xavier yeah. wrote that uh, the, the four minute freestyle book. Yep. Um, and uh, there's just, there's a ton of knowledge out there, but I don't see, I mean, do they, do they cheat? The only cheat that I know that they do, which I think a lot of people might do now is like, on a um, on like a a one a full rotation plus like if it's one at one uh, full snap or a snap and a quarter or a snap and a half or even a double snap, the rudder um, seems to get taken out. Um, you know, um, gradually during it, and it becomes more aileron, so a little bit more control of the stop. Um, whether that's you know yeah that's interesting the speed down a little bit because it ratchets up a little bit with full whatever. But, yeah, they take the rudder out um, early on um, on the the, uh, one or one and a quarter, one and a half plus, whatever the heck, uh, snaps. You can kind of see it, too. It's not a – you can't hide it. I mean, that's what's great about video now is you can just zoom in, stop, pause. No, you can't hide it. Stop, pause, stop, pause, stop, pause. So, like – Yeah. But they really don't cheat. I mean, they just know how to present. That's the thing is, like, you know, you can watch – You can. I'm not
0: saying cheating like they're – yeah, I'm not saying that they're – they're cheating, cheating. It's just more of like, how does, the, are they learning a figure s- specifically snaps to present the best to the judge's eye? Not like, obviously, I mean, I guess if a judge saw the control surface, you you would never yeah. be able to with the naked eye. But um, if they saw the rudder going out, they could score him down. Obviously they can't. So it's like, you know what? Once you get the, the pitch, you hear the noise, you're rotating, you're accelerating. Fuck, take the rudder out. Absolutely. Yeah. Why not? And that's why I think you don't need it. I mean, honestly at that point you don't need it.
1: Yeah. And that's why I kind of, I think it's funny sometimes where like, whether it's like me showing a video of the, the airplane from like the, uh, I have a, a uh, GoPro mount, you know, of looking back so you could see me and the tail and the rudder. So you could see like, you know, if we're, if I'm doing say hesitation rolls or, or a snap or a snap rolls where it ends um, say knife edge and, you know, my, my wing will be over towards the judges so that it will present. So it will look like it's knife edge. So I won't get downgraded for being under, but then you'll get people that I don't want to say don't know what they're talking about, but are are quick to judge and be like, Oh, it's under. It's like, and I don't have the heart sometimes to be like, all right, well like the reason, cause it sounds like I'm bullshitting. It's like, all right, well the reason I'm doing is because yeah. you know, my judge's position is this way and flying on the X this way at this altitude, the parallax is going to, I need to be 15 degrees over or 10 degrees over you know, or whatever, you know, for it to score. And that's why, like, you could see some videos and it's like, oh, this guy, how did he win? Like, he's over-rotating everything and like, oh, he's positive here. It's like, well, sometimes you need to be a little bit like, um, like for instance, like when you have the wheels, when you're on the left side or right side and the judges is looking at you, you know, meaning like if you're on the up one side of the box or down one side and you're perfectly vertical, um, in my plane, at least. Vertical down with the wheels facing the judges, yeah. you will look tucked. You'll look negative and you'll get downgraded. So
0: like, I, I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. So
1: like vertical downs, wheels to the judges, like I'm, I'm two, three, whatever. I wouldn't say, I don't, I don't, positive. I don't know two degrees, three. I'm slight. I, I'm a hair positive. Like I hate those people. Like I'll be like three degrees. Like who the fuck knows when it's three, exactly three degrees speak
0: on. T-. Nobody can measure three yeah. degrees. Yeah. Be
1: a hair positive. All right. Like, w- Yeah. Be, you know, like that's the best. At least uh, if you're still gonna see you tucked, it won't be as bad. But like, gosh, like I hate that. Before I don't know what fucking five degrees looks yeah. like when I'm doing 160 knots. Like, <laughs> <I> hate that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I 100% get it.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Just be so fine. Two dude. degrees,
1: sure. Did that look two or 2.5? Just let me know. <laughs>
0: You were only two point five on that one, dude. You need to you need to go three. Yeah,
1: like oh god, yeah, too funny. So yeah, so I'm leaving. Well, what else, dude? Um, leaving in nine hours, right? Can't do time right now. Yeah, like nine hours.
0: Just about, dude. Well, let's go get you some rest. Um, before before we jump off, I I do have to say, uh, congrats, um, congratulations to everybody at at WAC, um. Every competitor, you know, I know this is cheesy and 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 they're hearing it a bunch, but like it's so impressive to see the best pilots in the world duke it out, you know? Um the French, what 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 can you say about France? I mean
1: proof is in the pudding. Huge, huge showing. Proof is in the pudding. I'd <laughs> I'd love to ask like when they get back, um, whether it's Rob or even if we can get a, a question to Coco relayed or whatever, and be like, you know, obviously be like, you guys are awesome, blah 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 blah, like. Um, If you could, if you guys could have done something different outside of flying your own airplanes, what would it have been? That's a good question.
0: That's a really good question. I mean, the the U S team, you know, they, they, they finished third overall as a team, which is huge, you know, um, man, the adversity of the U S team had to overcome. I I think it's more than, than the other teams. I really do. I know everybody has to pull out all the stops and, and make, they pause life. They pause work, they pause their families to go out and do this. Like, Everybody's making a sacrifice, but I just feel like the U.S. team in general, like the, the amount they have to travel, uh, all the
1: drama with airplanes. Theoretically, Florent and like Odin and Orlowski, you know, being on the military, they were being paid to be there. <laughs> what do you think of it? Yes, <laughs> pretty much. That's crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas everybody time. else is,
0: you know. We should submit and resumes. Pain to be
1: there, and then in the case of the U.S. Submit our resumes. Yeah. <laughs> right on top of Francois Mamastas. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, very impressive. You know, congrats to, to France finishing first, Spain in the second place as a team, and then uh, U.S., you know, with a third-place finish. Huge. You know, man, you could really see the heart. You know, people were really flying their asses off in the U.S., man. Just really – uh, Craig came back just as you said, just impressive, very impressive finish. Um, and showing for ja- Craig and overall, Johnny
1: Wacker uh, again, with like almost 72 oh, Yes, almost 72 percent. First worlds and unlimited, first year or second year and unlimited. Like, <sighs> incredible,
0: yeah, huge. So no, huge, huge.
1: Him, and and AJ, um, like they blew a prop seal. They, you know, there was something that happened, and and Aaron and and Craig had to jump in using their rented airplane. They had a bad mag, like these guys, like, to this, gosh, to score over seventy percent at a war at a walk unlimited, competing against,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, the likes of Odin and and the France and Castor, you know, and and Bourbon and how, Holl- like, come on, like that's incredible, man.
0: Dude, he, dude, Johnny, mid-packed, worlds, yeah, that's fucking cool. That's really cool. I think it's so impressive.
1: Yeah, man. And Craig, it's, it's, it's a, it's a big deal. Craig freaking came back from from God knows where, and and contributed almost it. last. He was the third pilot to give the points for the uh, for the bronze.
0: Uh, yep. A bronze medal for the team yes yeah yeah his known flight um was his lowest scoring flight and and he had a hell of a uh third unknown yeah you know good finish yeah um it's cool you know um congrats guys i mean just well and i dude i know you gotta go and we're gonna talk about this next week because it will have finished but this contest ain't over
1: no i forgot
0: We still have a whole little freestyle thing going on. You know, that whole freestyle thing that that
1: nobody's been talking about. If fair play comes into effect with the four minute free. I will call up. Oh, man. I will call up um, Gator, the A10 demo pilot. (laughs) We will start a GoFundMe and we will carpet bomb the whack.
0: We just need you to go a little. Just give us a little Burt.
1: Burr. Here's it right on the judge's line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> just clean it up a little bit.
1: Thanks. Keep him on the toes. All
0: right. All right, dude. Let's get you out of here. Um, good luck. We're all counting on you. I know. We can't wait to watch the results. We're going to have comprehensive coverage again <laughs> of Jeff's contest, just like whack, because um, it'll be super exciting um, to, to – and I know you're dude, you're going to have fun and, and freaking kick ass. It'll be great.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. That's for sure. If if anything, um, it might be a, um, a gosh, I forgot the name of the movie with Neil Armstrong now. What was it called?
0: Oh, my God. I forgot it, too.
1: First pilot. First First man. man. First man. Remember. First man. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna fly my my known. Oh, our brains! And step out of the airplane and be like, "That's one small step for Jeff, for Jeff." One giant leap for sucking. <laughs> 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 one giant leap back to advanced. <laughs> back to advanced.
0: <laughs> I guess at least after this, you'll know whether you want to go to uh, nationals and fly advanced or not
1: oh if if this goes horribly wrong i'll be going to nationals and just doing commentating that's it and i'll you know what i'll do is i'll actually be uh i don't even know i might get like a a nose job and a face job and and hair plugs and change my identity start over again there we go (laughs) yeah yeah there we go oh god (laughs) (laughs) but i'll keep you updated
0: let's get you out of here yeah yeah no i can't wait um Thank you guys to uh thank you to Lift Aviation. Appreciate you. Um guys head over to liftaviationusa.com. Show them some love, buy some stuff, use the promo code flycoolshit.com or sorry, flycoolshit at checkout uh for uh, 25% off the order. And we didn't even talk Jeff got his helmet. So he's got he's got the lift helmet with comms back in it and we'll save uh we'll save the breakdown for uh next week and we'll talk about love it. Love it. Um yeah. Yeah. Love us
1: some lift. Lift, lift. Anything else, dude? Nothing. Congrats to the U.S. team. um Gosh, if anybody Absolutely. can actually go look into the Facebook of Siva and the U.S. Unlimited team, and maybe some of their personal profiles, and see what these dudes had a uh so cliche like sacrifice the money that you know this is all personal, personally financed by each individual. This is not; they are not getting checks from anybody but their own bank accounts to do this shit. So. Honestly, yep.
0: like huge sacrifice financially.
1: You guys have anybody listening. It goes a super long way. I can't. I hope you guys aren't rolling your eyes at me right now, but like anybody who's decent on Facebook, send these guys a message. Just telling them you watched it. You love them. Um, yeah. You know, you know, fill it up with positive. Your support means a lot to them. Yeah, it really does. Um And I yeah. it just I can't tell you how long of a way it would go with you know, with them because, um, you know, what, what they do and, like, you know, this is not, like, a televised sport. It's not an ESPN. Not a lot of people know about it, you know, and it's 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 a super tough sport, you know, physically, emotionally, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, you know, we need these guys to keep flying, to keep going back and uh, keep throwing money into the fire. So the only way to help that is... To- <laughs> Send them a good message.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I love it, dude. I love it. Yep. Congrats to the U S team. Congrats to all the competitors. You guys did a great job. And, uh, this time next week, uh, we will be talking about and breaking down your contest and the four minute free, which are going to be two really, really fun topics to get a podcast out on. Totally. Totally. So stay tuned guys. And, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com.